Good morning, evening, what have you. Welcome to News on the DL. This is Drew Glover. I'm on my own, and I'm going to give a quick um, recap slash reaction to the first night of the Donald Trump show GOP convention. <clears throat> so, um, I'll jot down a few notes, but they're not important, really. Um, there were a few interesting speakers. It was, uh, I think the most important thing is that it was just as boring as every other convention. The <clears throat> only real excitement, like I thought they did some things well, I'll talk about that in a second. The only real excitement or the only thing that was really interesting was uh, Donald Trump's entrance for introducing his wife Melania where they had the smoke and the lights and all that. Um, so that was pretty theatrical, but other than that, it seemed like a pretty normal convention. And as a matter of fact, uh, if you were a person kind of like me that doesn't want to vote for Trump but really despises Hillary... This was a really good night of the convention for Donald Trump. It was very good. Uh, the theme was Make America Safe Again. And so, started off uh, talking a lot about Benghazi. Which, um, you know, it's a four-year-old scandal. But it's still relevant, given that she's the party's nominee. And so, they did a really good job. They talked about Benghazi. They talked about the military. Marcus Luttrell spoke. Uh, the mother of the people of uh, one of the victims in Benghazi, and then the people that uh, wrote the Thirteen Hours book or movie script or whatever, they went on for a little bit uh, too long, probably. But they had a very interesting story, uh, and it was all based on the theme of, you know, Hillary Clinton's not safe and she shouldn't be trusted to be president, and we can't vote for her, so we have to vote for Donald Trump. That was kind of. The theme of the night for a lot of the speakers was uh, just in terms of military, in terms of uh, Benghazi and Clinton's failures as Secretary of State with uh, Libya and the email scandal. All those things add up together to say, hey, Hillary Clinton's unfit. And the people that spoke almost unanimously just said, uh, we have to vote for Trump, 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 Trump. Uh, they were very positive towards Trump, because I think in order to speak, you had to be uh, positive towards Trump. Uh, with the exception of Rick Perry, he didn't mention Donald Trump in his speech. Um, and it was a pretty short speech, to be fair. Uh, but he didn't bring up Trump at all. Uh, he just talked a more unifying message, so... That might have been a little bit of damage control from Rick Perry, but his past actions have shown us that he's now a pretty big Trump supporter, if only just to defeat Hillary Clinton. And that's fine. Uh, there were a few moments that I thought really stood out well tonight. Uh, you had a few elected officials speak. You had uh, Tom Cotton speak. And he's a good speaker, and I thought he did a pretty good job. I disagree with him because I, I really don't believe in Donald Trump. But other than that, I thought he he spoke well, and uh, he made a pretty good case. Uh, that's 
that's kind of where I landed on him. Uh, Jeff Sessions, my senator from Alabama, came on and he uh, unfortunately reminded me that he had a lot to do with uh, the rise of Donald Trump, uh, especially the topics he talked about, which were uh, immigration, which Jeff Sessions helped write Donald Trump's immigration platform, and trade, which also is uh, Jeff Sessions. One of his uh, big things is protectionism. He's much more of a protectionist than I realized before this election. Uh, so, not much of a free trade guy, Jeff Sessions. And for those reasons, he's supporting Donald Trump. And that's basically what he said in his speech. His speech was uh, interesting. I mean, it sounded kind of like a Senate speech. It wasn't the best speech there was. I think Jeff Sessions... Uh, speaks well and he's uh, an intelligent man but at the same time it just wasn't the most entertaining speech there was a protester during his speech which was interesting uh protester I i'm almost certain i saw it was a code pink protester which if you don't know what code pink is look it up the ironic thing is that uh, code pink and donald trump uh are on the same page on a lot of things so very interesting, the protester would show up there. Um, that, that would be the protester that we saw tonight. Now, I think we might see more protesters in the future. Um, a couple more reactions. I mean, I started out at the beginning. Uh, Willie Robertson, okay, whatever. Scott Bayo, okay, whatever. I mean, and th his uh, underwear model guy that spoke, I mean, he was sort of interesting. Uh, the real show was at the end of the night, uh, Rudy Giuliani spoke, and when he first started speaking, I thought, oh, this is good, I like Rudy Giuliani, he's, um, he's a good speaker, he's a passionate speaker, he's enjoyable to listen to, um, but after about, I don't know, four or five minutes of it, I was like, okay, we get it, Rudy, and then it just kept escalating, kept getting louder and bigger, and then it turned from... Hey, yay police, uh, they protect everybody too. And Donald Trump is the only person that's good enough to be as good as I was for New York. And it was comically, uh, it, he comically lauded Trump throughout the speech, or lauded Trump throughout the speech. Uh, so it was very interesting. It was so over the top. And so, uh, he's, he said things like, Donald Trump gave a lot anonymously, and he didn't want anybody to know, but I'll let y'all know, he did give anonymously. Anon it's late at night when I'm recording this, so some of my words aren't coming out correctly. Uh, but, it was just very, very much, a very praiseworthy of Trump, Giuliani's speech. But, I mean, he's interesting. He's he's interesting to hear. He's entertaining. Uh, nothing against Giuliani. I'm trying to think of who else spoke. David Clark, Sheriff David Clark. He's always good. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's a good American. He's interesting to watch. Uh, entertaining, smart, well-spoken. Sheriff David Clark was good. Uh, Melania Trump spoke tonight. And I will say, of all the Trumps, she's probably the one I find most reasonable. Um, 
she actually does seem very patriotic and very pro-America and especially being an immigrant and all like she does a very she speaks very eloquently for uh English being her second language of course and I thought she did a good job I really do I think um I don't really have anything particularly against Melania or any particular criticism of her speech I thought she did a good job it was better than I thought it would be she's uh good representative for the Trump campaign, a better representative than Trump himself, I would say. So, um, he did good to let her speak. Uh, and then the general Michael Flynn spoke after Melania. Um, and I don't think I listened all the way through his speech. I kind of listened until I thought it sounded like it was wrapping up and I stopped listening. But, uh, he was a pretty um, poor public speaker. He was very awkward. He didn't... Every time they started a chant, he'd be like, Yes, that's right. USA. USA. Like, he was like, yeah, chant. And then I'm going to try to haltingly speak and chant with you. Trump. 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 Like, it was really, it was really kind of awkward and weird to listen to, and I tweeted out that I think all the Trump fans kind of breathed a sigh of relief, like, oh goodness, we almost made this guy the VP selection. He's kind of, he's not very good at this speaking uh, thing, so. Of course, they don't care about that. Um, They nominated a person who repeatedly uses the word bigly. So, that might not be what they were looking for anyways. Uh, but it would have disappointed me if I was a Trump fan. I'll say that. Um, overall, though, um, if I were giving it a grade on a scale of like a, you know, like a grade, like F to A, I'd give tonight an A-. minus. I thought that most of it was good. Most of it was really good. I thought they did a good job of attacking Hillary and showing her to be unfit for office and then uh, kind of bolstering the Trump campaign. So I thought they did a good job tonight. I thought Trump's first day of convention was, or at least for the primetime speaking slots, was good. There were things that went on earlier in the day, votes that went on, controversy that went on, uh, and we might talk about that at a different time, but just from the night of speaking at the convention, uh, a, yeah, A minus, about a 90 out of 100, which is pretty good. I'm a pretty uh, tough grader, so I think that was a very good night for Trump. And he has something to really build off of here. I think this might be his strongest night, because it's the most obvious uh, anti-Hillary night, and that's what he needs. He needs the whole convention to be anti-Hillary, but this is the strongest anti-Hillary argument is uh, Benghazi and then illegal immigration as well, I believe. And that's his only real points of contrast with her. The rest of the points he's going to make, uh, at least as far as what he quote-unquote believes, there's not a lot of contrast between him and Hillary. So I think this was his strongest night. I think the convention will go downhill from here, except for possibly... For entertainment value, 
there might be an uptick, which might be enough to cover up for the lack of uh, ideological or political differences between the two candidates. So we'll see. Alright, so that is my recap of tonight's or last night's uh, GOP convention. Tweet me at D underscore Glovenator. Let me know what you think. Uh, tweet the show at News on the DL. Give us an email, News on the DL at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. You can follow Luke. He wasn't on this show, but he's on Twitter at LGlover89. And we really appreciate any feedback that you would give us. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll come out with more of these as the convention continues. Thank you.